Um, do you know what the Pizza Punks are? You know, I do, and I'm kind of glad that we get a chance to do this. The Pizza Punks right now are the guys that are doing the legwork, taking the risks, and actually helping a few people along with their shows. They're doing some events. It's very cool what they do. So, And with that... <laughs> that was not very punk of me. No. It was fine. Dude, man, they fucking rule. Oh, <laughs> so we have two of the leading members of Pizza Punks. It's Ian O'Connor and it's Nick O'Rooney. So we say welcome to the show, you guys. Uh, thanks for having us. Why don't you guys tell us, like, what... what is... What, pizza Punks, what is this? Is there pizza involved? It's just uh, ourselves and some friends and dedicated few that know what it takes to do cool things, you know? And like, so primarily what you're known for are the event, like the punk shows that you put on in Sonoma County. Yeah, we do house shows, all ages house shows. We feed our touring bands cheap pizza because that's what we can afford. Little Caesars and cheap beer and house them and yeah, that's what we do. Send out a lot of emails yeah. and just try to make magic happen. So I see a lot of overlap with the early Phoenix days and what these guys are doing. Kai, well, it's a lot of the overlap, but not just the Phoenix days, all the, the early IAC days, Independent Arts Coalition people, a lot of the little clubs that came through, the coffee shops and all that stuff. There was such a strong scene in the early days of the Phoenix rock and roll. There were tons of places to play. And there just aren't that many right now, and these guys are really helping with that. You guys can provide stuff for out-of-town touring bands that we can't even do here. You can provide them a nice tight room. You can provide them pizza and beer mm-hmm. and a place to stay and a place to play in a tight room that looks good. It seems like people actually prefer to go to house shows and things in basements and people's back rooms and stuff for that like sort of tight community feel. You've got quite a bit more freedom doing uh, hit-and-run shows, going from house to house. Uh, you're flying, I, I assume you're flying under the radar with the city of Santa Rosa. Do yeah. they know uh, you're out there? Yeah, no, we are. Don't. Yeah, that <laughs> they don't listen don't. to the show. So yeah, yeah, they won't. <laughs> they, you're but right. we're all doing the same thing at this table. You know, yeah. we're just doing it differently. You guys have freedom to do stuff that we can't do, and we have freedom to do stuff that you guys can't do. And, and sometimes I'm very envious as a promoter here at the Phoenix oh, yeah, of the things you guys can yeah. get away with. There's sometimes I see bands you guys have, and I'm like, oh, I wish we could do something with them. Well, but, I mean, you guys never have to worry about finding a spot because, well, you are the spot. So. <laughs> no, yeah. <we're laughs> exactly. Not, but what you have uh, that sometimes, yeah, I wish we could do is some of the rawness of the shows you guys do nowadays. We've lost... Uh, we've moved past a lot of the rawness that was part of our, our scene in the 90s, and we had to kind of because that's what the city that we work with expects of us, and uh, I mean, that's that's what our, our board of directors would expect. That's just the way the Phoenix is kind of gone now, and you guys are definitely filling an important niche. When you see the name like Pizza Punk, and you think traditionally like the people who are putting on punk shows, you don't picture you guys we're just here to rock and roll cops hear that a punk rock show's going on and then they go and they're probably gonna think okay well i'm looking for the guy with a bunch of tattoos the leather jacket the studs the spiky hair and whatever and this is not a video show but what i'm looking at is two guys that would not fit that description will actually put their sunglasses on and walk out the front door with everybody else leaving the no, police but so, I, you know, the so, I mean, <laughs> so in that way actually you're able to be a lot more effective in your role you're not giving a middle finger to authority you're just trying to rock and roll and put on a good 
you are. Well, <laughs> it's not like we're a bunch of fucking pretty boys, but at the same time, we don't need like studs and, you know, mohawks and dangly earrings to prove that we're fucking rock and roll either. And it's not about an image. It's about the scene. It's about the music, the culture. And I yes. think the fact that we're like mild mannered and not looking all crazy and shit like that gives us a better opportunity to deal with people than if it was the other way. Yeah, like, it's disarming. It's, it is because yeah. we have friends that try and do what we do and they have a harder time with it because they're getting judged by the way they look or the like vibes that they give Which off. Which is really a shame because I mean like... No, it's, it's a bummer, but I think we're like the perfect people to be doing this because we're not what you would normally think of, you know? Have you encountered some pushback, perhaps people questioning your authenticity, calling yourselves the pizza punks? Totally, but fuck them. <laughs> you have? You know? Do you mind describing some of that? Yeah, well, people will say, oh, you're not punk. Like, how are you going to call yourselves the pizza punks? You don't look like punks. It's like, once I get, we thought that pizza was the first word in the, you know, would, it's like, would give a little cue that it's, we don't take ourselves seriously. We just take the music seriously, you know? It's not that we're making light of punk or we think punk is a joke or something, but it's like supposed to be taken more silly than seriously, first of all. And second of all, what the fuck is punk, dude? Fuck you, dude. That's punk. What is punk, Tom Gaffey? Do you he just know? said it, man. He just said it. What the fuck is punk? Fuck you. That's a tough thing to describe. I mean, if you want to go the ethos of punk and some of the old schoolers that are actually still doing what they were doing in the 90s, there is a strong community of old school punkers. But they, in the end, they may be dressing alike still the way they were. They may still be able to pull off the mohawk or the bihawk for shows, stuff like that. But when you look at them during the week, a lot of those guys now are, are raising families and being members of the community and, and they're looked changes to suit what they've got to do with their lives i mean look at tom gaffey i mean he doesn't have a giant mohawk and look at the venue that he runs it's a spirit it's an idea it is it is yeah i'm saying you can have a mohawk you can do whatever you want but that's not what it's about it doesn't fucking matter it's not not about the gel exactly you're not excluded from the scene because you don't look a certain way what's the next show you guys have like we would never do that what bands are on the next show you got coming up gag back to back the new flesh apiori and culture abuse yeah so there you have it how many punks out there are putting these shows on that's punk you guys are doing it you're actually you know the bands you listen to the bands i assume you guys like the music <laughs> yes and you guys go a step further and you make it happen for people a, a true punk actually will not even question that i don't think and i then, just didn't know this was a contest you know it's not <laughs> and that's the point yeah are you guys really getting any kind of blowback about that yeah we've fu- it's just fucking not people. not not like not intensely. Enough, not enough intensely. to fucking address it, though. Whenever you step into a new venue, and I don't mean like a music venue, but a new endeavor, and you're going into a place where there's a lot of established people already doing things, yeah. all of a sudden there's going to be this henhouse mentality of like, we're going to bring them down, we're going to peck at them because they're not, they're not as legit as we are, they're not as good as we are. I mean, Or I'm, even simply, you know, they're not doing it the way that we would. It's just, you know, it's all part of the scene. And these are the things that to, to keep this stuff going that, boy, every community needs, every county is, is better for having it, is the point people taking those risks and it does uh, so the kids love coming to your shows and all that but somebody's got to step it out there and do it uh, there shouldn't be a lot of questions as to who you are the question is what wins the next one it seems like it'd be a tough sell to the neighbors of the different houses that you do it at to convince them to be okay do you approach the neighbors of the houses most of the times we don't talk to people's neighbors they do and i mean the thing is like 
the houses that put all these shows together and let us well they don't put the shows together but the houses that allow us to, to put, host to yeah to bring these shows into their home they're just as important to us we can't do it without absolutely them. have you had to deal with any awful incidents people getting into some bad conflicts destroying property that sort of thing <laughs> uh, we that used to be the best part of the shows <laughs> Jeez. look i mean there's nothing wrong with controlled chaos as long as it's respectful but the just pro- about being conscious you know problem is that people are not conscious they're not respectful they're just uh, some of the people at the show sometimes can just be little fucking brats you know but for the most part it's like most of the people that come out no like we don't have that everybody gets along it's a tight-knit community and for the most part we just have a really good, respectful, nonviolent thing going. But I'm not going to lie and say they don't happen. I'm not going to lie and say that, like, shit Everything's hunky-dory all the time. No, there are things that I see that make me, you know, frustrated sometimes at shows. But for the most part, and, and not just at Pizza Punks, but, like, in Sonoma County shows, I feel like we got a really good group of people who have good heads on their shoulders. You know, it's interesting thing about the difference between what you guys do and what we do is that you seem to really like a lot of the bands that you promote and you host and you're involved well, why with. else would we do it? Well, see, <laughs> a lot of what Tom and I do here... Anarchy. It is to keep it open. Like No, no, like, it's more than that. It's absolutely more than that. It's that I'm 59 this year, uh-huh. and I don't book anything for me. If I was booking for me... <laughs> We would have nobody here anyway. But besides the fact that it's not mine to decide what art is, and that's what I think is is, that's what I find exciting here is bringing stuff in that I have no idea what the hell is going to happen. Sometimes it's great, sometimes it's not. Even the stuff that I might hate myself on a personal level, that's not for me to decide. If there's a group of people that want to see something or want to take part in some type of activity, my job and the job of the Phoenix is to make that as available as we can. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so yeah, we get a lot of different stuff because of it. And I don't like a lot of it, but at the same time, I find that I usually like the people involved. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, for us, it's it's not like just confined to like our personal taste either. It's like yeah. it's about but something it bigger. Is. There are some bands that we book that we aren't our favorite, yeah. but we but we you know we like them. And it's it's just about a good show. Like if I don't if you know there's like five bands playing and like one or two of them I don't like, then whatever. But if it's a great show, it's a great show. Yeah. I think we're discussing now like a, a difference between what you guys do and what we do. Let's say Hanson came to you and wanted to do a house show. Would you do it? Hell fucking no. Nope. Right. Okay. Sorry, so Hanson. So Hanson yeah. came to us, wanted to do a show. We did it. We got yeah. a little shit about it, but well, it was a blast. Got, yeah, we got a lot. You of, know, we got a lot of crap about that <laughs> one. And, and, and you know, it was a blast. I had to admit. But I'm glad you said no because yeah. when I got the email about it, I didn't think twice. I was like, uh, we are definitely doing uh, the show because I know that Hanson. they do well still, yeah, yeah. and yeah. and the building made money, and I was happy to do it. I thought it was yeah. a lot of fun. How you said earlier is like we have certain freedoms that you guys don't have, but you yeah. have a lot of freedoms we don't have too because yeah. you have a spot. You have a consistent spot where you can have as many shows as you want. For us, we don't have that. It's hard to find houses that will do these shows. Because then when someone falls it's, through, it's, it's like, it's, what are we going to do? It's hard to get all the gear from point A. To, like, we don't have cars. We don't have a way to get our amps and our PAs and all that shit to the house and then get it back to his house or the mic stands or all that shit. Every show, we have to find a ride there. Like, I don't want to say that because you guys do a lot of hard work here what you're doing but we have to fucking struggle you gotta bust ass every one yeah. of these shows together yeah, absolutely. so we have to be there it has like to be for a band have to request love. the day off otherwise it's a fucking waste of time yeah yeah absolutely i don't know if you understand how much you're getting from this experience uh, even the stuff that you hate about it uh, moving the equipment uh, putting it all together <laughs> there won't be anything you can't do yeah uh, in the future and there won't be any project that you look at and say well i 
I don't have that. I can't There's do that. There's nothing I hate about it. I mean, really. I mean, some things, but I mean, I'm willing to put in the work. Right. That's you know? funny. Honestly. Because there's so much. There's, I, everything's there's, perfect all the there, time. There is so much I hate about doing shows. But, you know, different Just scales. the politics. Really just the politics. The work, <laughs> yeah. the, the cleanup, that's the whatever. The that's yeah. all fine and dandy. I don't mind yeah, any yeah. of that. And, and again, like, see, I do a lot of the national shows here. Yeah, so a lot yeah, of mine but, is like, well, okay, uh, are there going to be 700 people or are there going to be 300 people? Because if there's 300 people, we're yeah. going to lose uh, the amount of a car. Dealing with fucking booking agents is the worst. We we do that only every blue moon and we hate it. Uh, it changes the whole dynamic. It really does. It takes away from the event itself in that we're not doing it as friends, a bunch of friends coming in now and, and a bunch of friends coming to see them. Before I even talk to the band at this point, before I get to talk to anybody in the band, all of the communications will be with somebody in LA. Or It changes the feeling coming into the show. At the same time, I'm hopefully remembering how wonderful it is for them now. They might be able to keep making music for the next 20 years, not have to worry about paying for gas to get to their shows, being able to continue writing their music and and creating their art and being free to do that. What a body of work they get to do now. So, yes, it's a bitch. But at the same time, if I can pull myself out of my laziness and realize, good for them. They've hit a point where maybe they can keep their art going now and maybe they can even get paid for it. So, yeah. unfortunately, that's a dangerous trap for a lot of young people. It is, well. it is. I mean, the real bummer about it is, is like, you can love a band, you could even, you know, unless you know someone in the band, which, you know, the handful of shows that we've done, you know, we, we have friends that play, or, you know, acquaintances that we know that have, that play in the bands, but it's like you talk to a booker and they might not even bring it up to them because it's like, oh, this doesn't seem worth it. Like, the, there's nothing in it for me. Because it's like, you know, everyone has bills to pay. When you're a booker, that's what you do. Yeah. Like, certain bands that have booking agents, like, if I'm going to try and message them about playing a gig in Santa Rosa with Pizza Punks, I won't even message the booking agent first. You tell the booker that you want to play here. Or you else tell the not booker that it, you're you know? interested in this. Otherwise, if we just message your booker, they're just going to ignore us. Because we've had people say, like, oh, we want to play, but talk to my booker. And it's like, no, can you please tell your booker that you want to play? That'd be awesome. And I think it's like with anything. You have to be vigilant. Once your band starts making those moves and getting bigger, I think it's like a guy who strikes rich wins the lottery. You just got to be careful that you don't change and a lot of people do change they never come and play the phoenix again and that's too bad we'd love to have them you know but here at the phoenix i see that same thing happening in in so many other examples in life a best friend gets married and son of a gun five years later you realize wow i haven't gone and had coffee or gone out drinking with that guy in probably four or five years what the hell and then 30 years pass and you see the guy and hardly recognize each other uh that happens when people go away to school things do change and uh yeah and it happens with bands as well at this place, that's the natural rhythm, strangely enough. How many people come through here that spend a lot of energy here? That Really, I, it, they create a strong bond with the Phoenix. But 15 years later, life has to happen, and we will not see them. They will change. We will change. Uh, so that change is going to happen whether they sign or not, whether or not you can deal with them anymore. Because there, you know, there are some bands that have come through that have done great things after they've signed. Really? Although you guys might argue, but I think I like the body of work that Green Day got to come up with after they signed. And would they have been able to continue doing what they were doing? Probably not. They probably would have burned themselves out on the road. There's so many uh, bands that were so great in their early years that we don't see anymore because they couldn't keep that lifestyle up and they couldn't afford to keep it going. So it's, it's a double-edged sword is the thing. 
it can be good and bad, but at least you can continue being an artist that way. Back to the earlier point of you guys not driving and it being a huge struggle to do this stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> And you can't forget, you show up to anybody's house and it's a fucking disaster place and nothing is the way it needs to be and we basically clean their whole fucking house for them. And then we have to set up the show. And that's just dealing with that shit and that's once we find a way to get all the gear there. Then we need to find a way to get the gear back and we'll probably be drunk and forget about it. So it's all like layers upon layers of just like shit that we have to deal with to make these things happen it's complicated but it's worth it so question number one is you don't uh, hate it hell no absolutely not no no way yeah okay well you sounded like you were bitching there for a second because it's (laughs) because it's stressful to be a person or a a part of a group which is pushing things forward and encountering stresses and problems and all that that's stressful it's all it's all easy all the time but my second thing is do you guys sometimes look at yourselves in the mirror and think uh I'm a crazy person. No, not really. Because, I mean, it does take sort of a crazy person's mentality to put yourself through so much stress. Because there's a reason that there are so few people doing the type of things you guys are doing. I look in the mirror and I say, I'm a party person. (laughs) That's what I say. But you have a lot of party persons that are coming to your shows. Oh, yes. Who are... Yeah. Not organizing the shows. Nope. Because it's a lot of work. It's a lot of stress. We need you. We love you. Thanks for coming out. Please keep coming out. That's why you do it. And I guess you get, are you in, are you both in bands? I'm in two bands right now. Ian needs to. Well, people who are in bands and who are in invested in artistic projects kind of understand it more. You know, a lot of artistic people are kind of, uh, <laughs> kind of crazy people themselves in that you put yeah. all this time, energy, effort, and money into this project. Why on would that? you do that? This yeah. isn't a career path. <laughs> yeah. You're never going to make it. You're not going to have your picket white fence. For me, it's like, what are you going to have to show after you die? You know, your bank account? No. Wait, what sane person constantly puts themselves in stress's way? Most people try to get out of stress's way. But yeah, yeah, but in doing that, they find themselves getting in stress's way anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess, like, for me, I don't know about you, Nick. I don't really even think about it. I just It's just second nature to do this kind of stuff. I don't look at myself in the mirror and think anything. I'm I just, mean, we're, I'm personally just stoked to be, to be helping out these bands, you know? Just to be yeah, doing yeah. this. To give them a show because it's like, it's the best thing is, like, even though... You might be like pulling your hair out, stressed out. Like, how are we going to get all the gear? Did I leave anything? What's up? Who's buying beer and pizza now? Oh my God, it's seven (laughs) o'clock. Where the fuck is our door person? What's happening? You know, it's like at the end of the night and the band is sleeping on the floor and you're just being a creep and you're looking at all those beautiful boys and girls. (laughs) You're just like, this is worth it. I don't know. I just don't, I feel like for me at least, I don't know any other way to like be, I guess, you know? (laughs) What filled this void before you guys were doing shows? A girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> you know, school. Yeah. Uh, other bullshit that I'm glad isn't weighing me down anymore. Unfulfilling compared to this stuff. Yeah, I mean, I look at my time in school as a waste, really, and my time spent with, you know, my girlfriend, that my, my ex that I dated for three years. Like, my only serious girlfriend is, I mean, no offense if you hear this, but a fucking waste, you know? But that's just me. Like, that's... That's just my opinion. I know Nick was doing a lot of band stuff and booking shows himself before this. I was kind of late to the game. You know, we were acquaintances for a long time. Well, I was a hermit, basically. I was going to school, and I spent all my time with my girlfriend, and we go to shows, like, in the city and stuff. But I'm glad that we linked up and started doing this because, I mean, this is something I can do. I can't play music, but I can help put the shows together. I just didn't know the right people before, I think. 
No, I, I don't play music either, but I see tremendous value in it. You don't have to be a musician to put on shows, right. you know? No. You don't have to be anything to do anything. Yeah. Totally. You can do whatever you, can you do want whatever you all want. the time. Just do it. <laughs> That's what I've yeah. been doing, and it's worked out pretty well. You know, it might get down to the question, if a tree falls in the forest uh, and there's nobody there to hear it, does it make a sound? Well, that's absurd because there isn't a forest in the world that doesn't have ears. But it's the same thing. <laughs> if a band plays on the stage and there's nobody to hear it, it doesn't make a sound. You've got to have the audience. You've got to have the people that don't play. You've got to have the people that like it and love it and, and want to be uh, part of it. And they're equally as important to the bands and the music as the musicians are. I mean, honestly, we're so not worried about like credit or anything like that you know it's why we I do. don't even like to give ourselves yeah. too much credit because again like without the houses this would be bullshit and then without even again without out. the people that come to the houses and pay the bands so that they yes. can afford to pay the gas to get from point it's like a then to we're point just B assholes and... sitting at a computer like big deal yeah. you know so it's like it's all Correct. like community like we have a recognizable name and a flyer and all that so people can like point to us and like say that it's something but at the end of the day we're nothing without the fucking community anyway that's the so. deal how big is your crew the pizza punk seven crew? people right seven now. people dedicated and patched in and probably around 20 or so prospects they're pizza doughs they're pizza forming dough. into their when you pizza. get them all together you got one yeah. hell of a mighty fine pizza for yeah crying out. But part of that is like we don't want like we don't want to like toot our own horn and like be like oh yeah my name is Nick and my name is Ian and I'm Pizza Punk. So like no like we don't even want to like have people know our names. You know we want to be mysterious and just do what we do. But we don't fucking want any credit. Who are, are those guys? Are, Who cares? Are you the band? Are you the founding members of Pizza Punks? I mean, kinda, yeah. Yeah, it's us too, and. Denise Mama Pizza has been there since the beginning. This is not about credit, what we're doing here. There's we a movement going on that you guys pieces. are doing, and it's interesting yeah. to know yeah. how you guys are doing it compared to, say, how we're doing it. Absolutely. Um, well, and I kind of want to get some word out so that people know what's going on, though, because any little scene out there, anything that gives more bands a chance to play and get practice and people that get into the habit of going and seeing shows, it helps everybody. Yeah, no, So it's totally. important that you guys yeah, keep your heads above water and, and uh, continue doing the great job you're doing. To your point earlier about not trying to take credit or make it all about you, I, I think that there's a difference between that and saying, wow, I'm really thankful that I can be a part of making this happen. There's a lot yeah, of happy like, people right now, and I'm just really thankful that I'm able to be a part of this. Yeah, And that, that's kind of, I think that's where you're coming from. With no, you. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Totally. It's like yeah. knowing that you're... A part of something like much bigger. Yeah. People and are walking out at the end of the night telling, dude, man, that was the hottest show I've ever seen. Thank you so much. The best thing, honestly, is, is the bands yeah. when they say, Santa Rosa, this has been our favorite show on tour. Yeah. This is one of the best shows on tour, and they've never played here before. Yeah. Correct. We get more of that than you would think. It's not every band that says that for sure, but we get that like oh, from, you get, from bands, and it's really rewarding to, you're in Sonoma to County. hear that. You should get that a lot. We have some of the best audiences, some of the best cool, weird scenes, and some of the best scenes that a lot of these bands come through this area. Can't believe it. It was even... Uh, Murphy's Law came and opened oh, up. Oh, no for, shit. They opened up for the Ramones here one time. No shit. Yeah. What? And uh, their guy, they came through, and one of their players said, dude, man, it's incredible. You know... Uh, like where we live, because they were from like Brooklyn or something. Yeah. Where we live, uh, you got to go to zoos to see the animals. Here, man, you see them lying dead in the road. <laughs> and they loved coming to Sonoma County. They love the Sonoma County audience. And, and uh, you should be hearing that a lot, because we do have one of the coolest scene audiences you know, that they're going to encounter on the road. People are always excited, you know, and that's why bands... I think really uh, sometimes enjoy the community here is because there's nothing happening. 
people are excited that something's going on. But there's enough people like yourselves mm-hmm. who are interested in kind of like creating a culture and creating and being part of a scene that yeah. stuff does happen. And and people care because there isn't a bunch of stuff, if that makes sense. I mean, we've had like a handful of friends. It's like we have our friends, Kugels or whoever from the city come up and they're like, you boys and girls, you wonderful little pizza family, you guys have like a really good scene. Like this is, is this is impressive. And they're from, you know, a place that is supposed to be like an artistic hub, you know, like rock and roll kingdom, whatever. Like there's stuff going on all the time, but it's like, you guys like have really excellent turnouts, you know? I think it's good. It's good to have the vibrant culture and the vibrant scene. And like you say, Tom, it's good for everybody. Yeah, it is good for everybody. The more it's happening, the more people get back into going to shows because we're seeing a whole generation coming up that don't, that don't go out. Every show that happens that pulls in a new patron, a new... Uh, I mean, it's why we do All Ages, yeah. is to inspire people to be like, oh, yeah. like, you might not even really listen to music, but someone, you know, my friend is going to this, do you want to come? I don't know I how you, you guys could not do All Ages. Could you ever see you doing a show where you got somebody checking plus? IDs? No way. Yeah. No. So the idea of a 21 and up show is something that you guys uh, don't think no you way. never do. No way. No, no, no. It's important. We've got to be growing the youngsters again. We've got to get them coming to shows then I would assume that it's not your dream to then go on and book shows at the Wells Fargo Center. No. 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 Or or whatever. A venue, a more like a venue in the city. Like someday I'm going to be the guy who promotes at the Fillmore. I think I speak for both of us when I say that we don't really care about being bookers or promoters at all. And that's we, why I don't even that, consider us that. That's why it's like the gang thing. Like we're a pizza gang because people are like, oh, you guys are new promoters. Burr, burr, burr. And it's like, no, that actually whole mentality sucks. We're not bookers. We're not promoters. This is rock and roll. We wouldn't wear be a backpatch. doing this Fuck if, you. If, if we felt like we didn't need to. We did this because we felt it was necessary. Like we started booking shows out of necessity, not because we, we couldn't afford to go down to the city it, every weekend. Yeah, and we see open dates on your tour, going to Portland or coming down from Portland to SF, Oakland. Like, come party with us. It was ba- you know? it was basically like Nick and I were like, let's book shows for the kind of bands we want to see and basically make the kind of shows that we want to see in Santa Rosa happen instead of complaining that they're not happening. Like DIY, we don't like everything that goes on all the time here. It's kind of boring, whatever. So let's just put the kind of shows we want to put together, the kind of shows we like to go see down in San Francisco. Let's put them right in our own town and see how it goes. And people responded positively to it enough to where it works. So we're just doing it until it doesn't work. And when it doesn't work, then fuck it, we'll just be done with it. I don't think either of us know what we're even doing with our lives, like, besides this. This just feels right, and it's, like I said before, like, I don't know any other way to be. I don't know any anything else to do, but at the same time, I don't know where this is going or what I'm doing or, like, what is the future for Pizza Punks or yeah, any it's of like, this. I think that's refreshing. <laughs> yeah. Your response to that I find refreshing. It's not like, okay, this is me getting my start in the concert promotion industry so I can like climb the and, ladder. And, oh, one, all that. and one day I'll sit in my nice little office chair and I'm going to be sitting on my computer. No, oh, fuck no, that guy. no, no, no. I hate that guy. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I get it. We all have to make money, pay bills. Like you want to do that. But it's like, for me personally, it ruins the integrity of what it is. I mean, we started this as like silly little pizza gang thing, you know, booking shows, you know, like it's a group of people that are dedicated to do what it takes to make you know, rock and roll happen. I don't even think of like pizza punks as like bookers or like people that put on shows. Like we're just rock and roll warriors. And like we happen to put on shows, but like when we're just hanging out and just 
in Nick's garage, whatever, Listening like to playing tunes. Nintendo and drinking beer, that's Pizza Punks. When there's a show, that's Pizza Punks. When we're walking down the street, you know, looking for something to do, looking for kicks, like that's Pizza Punks. Like we're just a fucking crew of kids that like have a mentality and like have a thought process and we like to hang out and whatever, you know. This isn't a ladder. The whole world is step on other people, do this, do that. It's like we support what everybody does and we're just trying to have a good time and we're just trying to help bands out, period any bands that are great that you know want to play here but i don't know what the next i don't know what the future holds i really have i can't say i don't know how long it depends on how the community reacts it depends on what spots are like it's it's like i said like we can't do anything without the houses without the spots without the people so it's like it depends on community support it depends on the houses to support this stuff it depends on having more venues in Santa Rosa. So the way I see it, it's not really fully up to us how long it goes on. It's everyone's got to work together to keep it going. And it's yeah. true. It's it's not, it's not like you can honestly put a deadline on it. I don't know. No, I tried. You just see, <laughs> yeah, you're like, Oh, in a year and <laughs> here you it. are, you know, it's just like, I'm out in a year. We just have year. to see what happens. You know, if, yeah. if people care, if people continue to care and spots still exist, then, you know, the slice will prevail. Yeah. The slice will prevail. Indeed. Well, it's stuff like this, which is what yeah. makes this place an interesting place to live. I say keep it up, guys. Yeah. Cool. Thanks yeah. for the support, seriously. What's cool, too, is the very first show I ever went to was here. Me, too. And and I was probably like five or six, and oh, my dad sweet. had me on his shoulders, and it was a Tsunami Bomb show. Yes. I think it was one of the first ones ever. How did you end up at Tsunami Bomb, then? How did your dad know who they were? My dad was into punk, and Perfect. that's how I got into it. Excellent. Rock and roll. Tom, <laughs> if you would, would you just sort of adequately sum us up tonight? What uh, You know what? Uh, basically what we've got here is our two guys that actually do put it out. They're cleaning the toilets. <laughs> they're fixing the holes. They're taking the risks. One of them might even end up in jail one night over this, and that I find extremely exciting. I think if I had to end it on one note, you always tell the bands the same thing here. When they ask, well, what can we do? You can do whatever you can. At the end of the night, I want to go home and not to jail. <laughs> as long as they follow that, you guys will probably get through this without uh, too much damage. Words of wisdom. Indeed. All right. Well, we say, hey, Ian, Nick, Pizza Punks, representatives. Yeah, thank you so much. Pizza Punks. The slice lives on. Indeed. Wow. All right. Thank you, guys. Wow. Yeah, that was man. cool. Sweet. Woo. That was cool. This was fun. That was good. That was good. Yeah. <laughs>